This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And yes, your ride has begun. Welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I am one of your two affable hosts, uh, Les Jackson. The other extremely nice guy is Fred Staub, and we are here. (laughs) There there he is. Uh, Each and every week, we are live, and uh, we, as usual have a ton of material to talk about uh, things we've been driving and uh, a lot of electricity yeah we sure do Les. there's a lot going on and the big story this week is Stellantis they had their electric vehicle day that was filled with new product information from Dodge Ram and Jeep the future looks pretty exciting especially when it comes to Dodge we'll talk about that at length we, we will. And uh, once again, chip, 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 chip woes everywhere. It continues with GM and Cadillac uh, is eliminating a feature you may not even be aware of uh, just because they don't have chips. Meanwhile, uh, Ford says they found a way to build the 150 with all the features. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that. And then I know this one's going to get you excited. Elon Musk <laughs> says... I'm going to blow Les Jackson's mind today, <laughs> right now, Yes, July 10th. And well, it's apparently about his new software update. We'll talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, I am prepared to be annoyed once again. Yeah. But meanwhile, we're going to be talking tech a little later. GM uh, might have come up with a way, or they say they have, to make lithium production for batteries a lot safer, which would just be great. Yeah, it sure would, and uh, a lot less expensive, too. And uh, we're going to talk about what's a Fratzog. (laughs) Do you know what a Fratzog is, Les? Uh, I'm I'm afraid, you know, the name, I know what it is, but I wouldn't have known. The name doesn't seem to mean anything. Uh, I think it's just one of those names that they created, you know, just yeah. to, just to have some fun. But uh, we'll talk about it and why it is going to be found on one of Dodge's most advanced, most powerful vehicles. And it'll be welcomed. I think so. I think so. All that and more yeah. when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget... Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there. Uh, A lot going on. Instagram Mm -hmm. too, Les Jackson. Uh, I know you're a big Instagrammer, right? Uh, Yes. Um, (laughs) I just sent an Instagram by Western Union this morning. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to delve into what's going on at Stellantis because there's a lot going on. When it comes to electric vehicles, we'll be right back.
Join us on Facebook Live every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 noon for the latest news on new vehicles, automotive technology, interviews, and more. It all starts at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays on the Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, Facebook Live. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub, and we are going to jump in, we being Les Jackson and I. We are going to jump into the big news from Stellantis this week, Les. And if you haven't been following along, Stellantis was FCA before that Chrysler. I only say that because uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about some Chrysler history, right, coming up. That is exactly right. Uh, It's just the new name for Fiat Chrysler. Yeah. And uh, we will will be talking about that. And also, uh, there's a lot going on as far as electrification goes. And and let's kind of uh, tick them off little by little. All 14 brands, all 14 of them, will be electrified uh, and offer best-in-class, fully electrified solutions. So they're not just talking about um, a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid or something like that. So these are going to be full BEVs, battery electric vehicles, Les. I know you like that name. Right. They're investing uh, 30 billion euros right, uh, through the next four years. That's not, you know, that's not very long. No. Uh, um, big investment. And it's, yeah, big investment. Obviously, this is uh, very serious, very important. Um, they have a lot of, uh, uh, of institutional expertise with all of their combined companies. Yep. They sure it's do. It's going to be interesting. It is, and let's let's break into some of these things that they're talking about. Uh, they're going to have four different platforms that will meet the needs of the customers, with ranges from 300 to 500 miles of electric range, fast charging capability of 20 miles per minute, hmm. and these hmm. four flexible uh, by design platforms will be scalable and they'll have three electric drive modules and standardized battery packs to cover all brands and all segments. So everything from a minivan to a electro Hellcat, right? (laughs) Yeah, uh, this will be very cool. And, you know, 20 miles per minute of charging is really rapid charging. Yeah, that is definitely rapid charging. You and I wonder what that will do to batteries, right? Man, it creates some serious current density heat. But, you know, if you have the technology to cool it, it'll work. Yeah, yeah. Sound, sounds interesting. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll delve more into this. They even came up with um, slogans for each brand, like uh, Abart, hating up people but not the planet, Alpha Romeo, from 2024, Alpha Romeo becomes Alpha E Romeo. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Dodge, tear up the streets, not the planet. Fiat, <laughs> it's only green when it's green for all. Uh, Jeep, zero emission freedom. So they, they have these little sayings. Ram, built to serve a sustainable planet. They came up with all these little 
sayings for each for each brand. Um, and as as I said, there are going to be four platforms uh, that will include the small at 300 miles, the medium at 440 miles of range, the large at 500 miles, and then I guess the extra large at 500 miles as well. That's uh, right. Yeah. So and again, 500 miles is a long drive if you're going to do it in one day. Yeah, it's a long drive if you're going to do it in one day. Plus, you get that charging of 20 minutes, uh, 20 miles in a minute. So, uh, in 10 minutes, you've got 200 more miles. Now, uh, certain vehicles were revealed, uh, including uh, including the Jeep 4XE that uh, will get one of these platforms. So they did talk about that. The Grand Cherokee. Uh, fifth generation Grand Cherokee uh, will be getting this platform. One of the first to get this platform. Uh, it looks like a Grand Cherokee with a with a battery charging flap on its front fender, doesn't it? It it does, and uh, there's a great picture of uh, of their own charging station, big solar array. Uh, really cool. Yeah, really cool. And uh, that is that is definitely a go, and it will be revealed officially at the 2021 New York International Auto Show, which uh, I hope to attend because that will be right in New York in August, Les Jackson. That'll be what? It's like six weeks. Something like six weeks. Four weeks. Something like that, and we'll be seeing uh, a lot of electric vehicles from a lot of manufacturers. Yeah. I have to remember how to how to walk around an auto show. It's been so long, so. <laughs> you better make sure you have comfortable shoes. That's uh, it. I'm going to break them I'm in. Gonna, I'm going to guess, I'm going to predict that 45% uh, of everything there will be electric. Interesting prediction. We'll talk more about this when we come back on Cruise Control. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to cruisecontrolradio.com and link up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. cruisecontrolradio.com Cruise Control. Yeah, welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les, he's Fred. Um, we, we just have to talk about this, Fred. It is the return of the Fratzog. <laughs> and I, I know I know that you have a Fratzog poster uh, in your office from back in high school. <laughs> well, I, I just I, it's just a word that makes you laugh, doesn't it? It's 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 a funny word. It, uh, it it's a it's an interesting word because it, it's something that inst that makes you think of any number of different images. Yes, but the image you should think of is the uh, logo from the old days of Dodge. Matter of fact, it was, uh, I think it came out in 1962 on a Polara 500. And it's kind of hard to tell when they used it up to, but at least, yeah. at least through the 70s. And it was replaced by the Pentastar, which I think is a pretty cool logo. Um, but I, I posted up an interesting article about it um, from Jason uh, Torchinsky, who is uh, at um, Jalopnik. And why we're bringing this up is the fact that um, Dodge 
had a whole video. I also posted that up at our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. They had a whole video today, uh, yesterday, posted up about this new Dodge vehicle. We don't know the name, but they put a teaser video up, and it had the Fratzog lit up on its grill, from what we could see, and in the taillights. Okay, well, that's cool. By the way, the word was made up by one of the designers um, back in 62. Just a made-up word. Very much like Tornado. Tornado? Chevelle? The old Tornado was just made-up word. Yeah, nothing nothing real, just a made-up word. But, uh, yeah. but this Dodge vehicle that they're talking about, they're talking about American muscle and it's it's going to be electric and uh, horsepower well beyond what the Hellcat has. Has this logo on it. Has right. it lit up. It's very interesting. I watched the video and I invite everyone to go over and watch the video uh, on our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. Uh, they use references to the hammerhead shark i'm wondering if it's going to be called hammerhead and they also they also uh <laughs> tim kinesis who is the head of dodge uh walks over and there is a classic coke bottle charger there uh, i think it was a 68 and he uh, walks up to that and looks hmm. at it so if you look hmm. at this teaser video it looks like it could be like a 68 Charger type of vehicle. So who knows? Those are clues. What do you think? It's going to come out in 2024. And I would estimate probably have a thousand horsepower at least. I, uh, I'm thinking a thousand. I'm thinking you'll see some sort of a teaser at the New York Auto Show. Yeah. Right now it's just a shadowy image. Right. You can kind of make out a flat grill. Uh, you, as I said, you can make out the tail lights with the frat sog in them. Uh, but uh, it it's going to be exciting. And they say, you know, why would we make an electric car? Because they're feeling that they got as much out of the internal combustion engine as they could, and they need to go there for performance. That's how it was and, pitched. And I'm gonna I'm gonna predict this. Um, that if they have a display of of that of that charger ish product, and they talk about Fratzog, and they have a big display of the logo, I predict they're going to have a hot dog stand there giving out frat dogs. <laughs> you watch. All right. They've done this before. You they, remember they've done this before. They have. They have. It will be that. Although with COVID and that, I don't know if they'll be able to give out food. That's interesting. Oh yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, certainly exciting. Certainly exciting times. It is. Um, you know, and I, I, I kind of didn't think we got as much information as we would uh, would have been getting. Remember, we uh, uh, we had uh, Bob uh, Broderdorf on. Uh, from Dodge, and he said, oh, it's going to be super exciting. It is, but we don't really know that much, do we? Well, the idea is to create a buzz. Uh, yeah, put electricity in the air. How's that? <laughs> Puts electricity in the air. I 
I feel static <laughs> around me. I'm kind of charged up about it. How about you? Um, yeah, I find it rather shocking. <laughs> okay, we'll st- we'll stop Enough. before everyone Enough. gets. We sick. promise no more. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we'll certainly be talking more about the Fratzog, and whether it's called the Hammerhead, the Barracuda, or something else. See, I love Barracuda. That was a great name for a car. Yeah. Well, there was that talk. There was remember. Uh, when uh, they interviewed some people from then FCA, 60 Minutes, and there was a car that everyone thought was the Barracuda behind them, sort of in the little defocused look, and it sort of looks, from what I remember, I'd have to go back and look at the 60-minute piece, but it sort of looks like what they're presenting now. I wouldn't be too surprised if bits and pieces of that were moved forward. What do you think? I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to Cruise Control. We're glad you're along for the ride. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. A little bit of a look at uh, what's going on at Stellantis as far as electric vehicles. But now let's bring you back to vehicles that are currently being produced. And news this week that the Cadillac Escalade is being de-chipped. And this is interesting, Les. I never thought about a chip controlling that. But beginning July 5th, their essential feature will be removed from Cadillac. And you probably didn't even know it was there. What it is, is if you're parked on a hill, the vehicle forces the the tires to curve in so that they'll hit the curb. So it doesn't go down the hill. This happens automatically. Now, remember, I remember they always told people in San Francisco to turn their wheel in. And, and if in case the emergency brake works or the the a pin in the transmission brakes, it would just roll and roll right into the curb. That's curve. right. It would drift right back into the bay. Yeah. Well, now, apparently, new vehicles do this. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. At least some new vehicles did this. Uh, They don't anymore. This comes from the GM authority. uh, And they will be not manu. They will be manufactured without the electronic steering column lock feature. And that is the feature that turns the wheels into the curb when you park on a hill. Don't you always still turn your wheels to the curb when you park on a hill i do but apparently certain vehicles will do it for you i did not know that oh yeah but i and i hope everybody i think everybody does it uh so yeah you're right i i think well nobody knows that that feature is there no but uh (laughs) now they'll really miss it i bet i believe they give them 50 bucks off because it's not there so there you go Yeah, and somebody will hire a lawyer and sue GM because it's not there. Right, they'll they'll have their car roll down the hill somewhere. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. But better news over at Ford, they have secured a chip supply and are able to complete their F-150 pickups, which is good news for them. They had been building up in parking lots around the plants, and uh, now they've found a supply of chips and they will start rolling these things out in complete form 
sounds like a marketing opportunity to me. We don't sell you an incomplete pickup like our competitors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. But if you're waiting on your F-150, it could be coming to a dealer near you very soon. Hey, when we come back, we've got a heck of a lot more to go. Musk blowing your mind, talking tech, and all that and more on Cruise Control. So stay tuned. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to CruiseControlRadio.com and link up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. CruiseControlRadio.com Cruise Control And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We are taking you on a ride around the automotive industry We've been uh, covering all kinds of developments this week, tons of them, matter of fact. And here's one more, Les Jackson, because today Elon Musk says, I am going to blow Les Jackson's mind. Um, <laughs> well, Elon, <laughs> between between us friends, uh, no, you're not. Um <laughs> Well, what he's talking about is Beta 9, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, autonomous software. But it's not completely autonomous. It's not level five. It's not no. not hands-off, you know, watch a video while your vehicle drives around. It is more like something like Super Cruise or some of the other models, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's level five minus three one and a half <laughs> yeah but he did pitch it as full self-driving that's what he pitched it as well he's pitched it he's pitched all of this uh, as self-driving uh for several years it's not and and it's it's misrepresentation it's also a, a little bit dangerous because some people just believe that um and you know, say okay, it'll drive itself. Mm -hmm. And and then they try it from the back seat of their vehicle, and yep. doesn't go so well. Doesn't go so well. So some have ended up uh, in level zero, <laughs> level zero of driving. Yeah, which is, you know, not quite alive anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that he just. It's all smoke and mirrors sometimes. It's just the, the big circus yeah. show. And people buy that. I mean, you know, that's... Sure. Uh, and this is something that's going to be an over-the-air update. By the way, if you do an over-the-air update like that, and now your car has these new features and there's new uh, buttons on your screen... Does anyone bother to train anyone or like say watch this video or or is it just pop up and it's like you're you're you shut your uh, car down one night you fire up in the morning and everything's in a different place. Well, um I I think that the latter is the case and um I I don't know anyone who's currently driving a Tesla and and testing these things out. Mm -hmm. We can't they don't have Tesla a... doesn't provide vehicles for us experts to actually test. Right. 
um, they don't even have a PR person. No, they don't. They don't um, see the need so to do that. that. You know, that kind of tells you to me that, that you're hiding reality. Well, yeah, they don't want anyone to call something out like, why is this this way or why is it that way? They, they yeah. just want to say that's the way it is and ask no questions. That's right. But um, the, 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 the people that have looked at this carefully and tested it and organizations like uh, Consumer Reports actually buy these vehicles, um, you know, they, uh, they've ascertained, no, this is not level five. It is not fully autonomous. It has some features, but it doesn't have everything. I would say that means Les Jackson's mind will not be blown today by Elon Musk. No, uh, it, all it does is ring my skeptical meter uh, <laughs> a little much higher up toward the red zone. <laughs> But, you well, know, that's that's how Elon and I have have communicated for a number of years. OK. All right. Well, let's go to something that couldn't be more different than the story last story we were talking about. This week, GM finally killed off the last CD player in its new vehicles. And it was in the. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the GMC Express and GMC Savannah. Those are Ooh, the wow. the legacy vans that are still there, still still operating, uh, and still being produced. Uh, they had CD players, Les Jackson, and uh, now wow. now they don't have them. Now, uh, this is uh, according to GM authority. Uh, many, when they got their new Sierra, which was the last vehicle to lose it before the Savannah, were disappointed when they didn't have it. But think about it. I mean, if you had that in a vehicle and you like that and you're not familiar, maybe you don't have a smartphone, so you can't do Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. I mean, this was a definitive way. I take an item out of a case. I shove it into the radio. And it plays music. What I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is if people will start adding CD players back to their cars and vehicles. You know, yep. I, I want the 20 CD rack in the back. Remember those <laughs> things? That's right. They used to be in the trunk. Yeah. You'd Multiple load it. CD racks. A lot of, you know, big equipment. Yeah. Um, now, when was the last eight track? Uh, not eight track. When was the last um compact disc player in a car you mean uh you mean a cassette player a cassette player yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. i would say i remember uh driving lexus vehicles that had both a cd player and a cassette player and uh, and i late remember 90s late 90s and i yeah. i remember thinking when will the cassette player go away uh and it just eventually did but i thought nobody nobody used it uh, at all that yeah. I could think of, and because uh, audio cassettes, especially mass-produced audio cassettes, the ones you did at home, if you did them right, were pretty decent. But the mass-produced ones were not great audio quality. No, and, and and it sat in the tape sat in the worst environment in, in a car with extremes of temperature and humidity. 
And they, they broke. They broke all the time. They broke all the time, and typically you would get it stuck in that player. <laughs> you, you always carried a pencil so you could stick it in the little in the little um, sprocket loose, you know, in the socket and turn it to rewind it. Yeah. 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 That had been pulled out. Yeah. So there you have it. If you want a CD player, you're going to have to try to add one to it. I guess you could. I really guess you could, you could do like a, a Bluetooth controlled one in your trunk with, uh, you know, outputting Bluetooth to the radio. I don't know. I guess somebody will sell that somewhere. I will consult the J.C. Whitney catalog later today. <laughs> it also comes with peel and stick uh, chrome trim. Chrome chrome exhaust tips. Yep. <laughs> That's right. More <laughs> performance for your vehicle. So interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, now, completely different once again. We're going to talk a little tech. Lithium, of course, you and I have talked about lithium the need for a lot of lithium for lithium ion batteries uh there was one story that germany found a a a cauldron of uh bubbling lithium under the rhine river and they were going to mine it uh because right now lithium comes from some places that probably are using kids to mine it doesn't it yes uh sadly um it's it comes from places that uh have little or no environmental rules mm-hmm. um uh, it's just it's it's terrible to to think that that goes on but it, it does so let's talk a little tech this is called the hell's kitchen project now if you're from new york you would think hell's kitchen is on the west side of manhattan <laughs> but uh, right. that's not the hell's uh, kitchen that we're talking about uh this is a facility that has come up with new ways to to build lithium, create lithium. It will be sourced in part from California, which means that it's certainly not going to be people just ripping it up. Uh, this is the Salton Sea Geothermal Field that is located in Imperial, California. And GM is investing in this to do something called a closed loop direct extraction process that will recover lithium from geothermal brine. Seems like the ultimate put down, Les, if they called you. Yeah. You're nothing it's... you're nothing but geothermal brine. <laughs> it just sound sounds like a, you're calling someone out there, doesn't it? I've been called much worse than that. Yeah. Uh, most, of course, most lithium currently is mined and processed outside of the U.S. Uh, I think the manufacturers have learned their lesson. You don't want to have to have an, a, a supplier of a key component not be under some kind of control, and you need multiple sources of it because that's this right. chip thing really upset the apple cart, and I think they realized hey, that's not going to work anymore, right? That is true. Um, And lithium, again, is a toxic uh, material. So Um, it's toxic to produce it. It's toxic to to refine it. So you got to be careful. Um, Hey, we we will be right back with Cruise Control. 